Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about calling on the name of the Lord. All throughout Scripture, there's this phrase that repeats itself over and over all throughout Scripture, talking about calling on the name of the Lord. The Bible tells us that if we call upon the name of the Lord, we will be saved. God tells us to call upon Him in the day of trouble, and He will deliver us. He will strengthen us. We see examples in the book of Genesis where Abraham called on the name of the Lord. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today. Asking God to help us to understand this and to walk in this and to implement this the way that he intended us to. Because I believe it's a big deal. It's something I feel like God's been teaching me about lately. And I feel like there's a lot to this. And I want to understand this at a deeper level. So let's pray, and then we'll go through our filters for today, and then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities and make the most of them today. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short phrases that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in sync with him. In the Old Testament, the temple had a rhythm. There were things that were supposed to be done every day, every week, every month, and on the yearly cycle of feasts. Well, our bodies are God's temple now, and implementing his rhythm into our life is one of the best things we can do, I think. And so I like to start with, what's the big picture vision? Where do I feel like God is leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world. 
making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago. When Proverbs 13, 22, it changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. And so I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And he was so faithful. He began to show up. He began to teach me. He began to train me. And he taught me this whole new way to live, this completely different realm of living, where we learn to make him the center. We learn to make him the source of everything. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. And we're walking in faith. We're walking in love. We're walking in forgiveness and humility and gratitude in all circumstances. But it takes a decision to walk in the light, to learn how to walk out a different way of doing things, usually than what we've been taught our whole lives. And I went through some struggles in this. I had to learn to put off my old ways to learn how to walk out this new way of living. I just began to document the things that I was learning and the things that God was teaching me. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints with thriving communities of people working together in unity, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. This promised land, all of these promises that we have in Christ. And all the promises in him are yes and amen. And this year, God's been teaching us how to possess those promises, how to walk in them and how to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. We've talked about the example this year of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you've got a basket full of the issues and the problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, stress and frustration, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure everything out. Or we could cast those cares over into that basket. And then we can do what we're going to talk about today. Call on the name of the Lord. We can start filling up the basket of praise, praising God for who he is. He's got some names. He's got a bunch of different names. He's, he's our healer. He's our provider. He's the God of all peace, the God of all hope, the God of all comfort, the God of all grace. He's love. He's light. He's full of steadfast, unfailing love. He's gracious and merciful. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord Almighty. Nothing's impossible for him. So we could throw those problems into the basket and we could turn around and start calling on the name of the Lord. I might have this issue right now, but I'm calling on you, the healer. I'm calling on you, the provider. I'm calling on you who are my peace and my righteousness and my sanctification. And if we'll call, he'll answer. He tells us in the Psalms, call on me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you. I will strengthen you. 
if we call upon him. And as we fill up that basket of praise, we call on him, we start filling up that basket of praise for who he is. We can praise him for the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever issue or problem we're facing, there's a promise. And as we learn to call on him for that promise, to receive it and to walk in it, by filling up that basket of praise. And then we keep praising him. helps us to keep it. And then this month in November of 2022, our filter has been recording your journey. Recording your journey. When God told, uh, when God brought the people from Egypt to the promised land in the Bible, he told Moses to record their journey, to record the stages and the phases of their journey. So one day they could look back, it could be a source of encouragement. They could see the path. Other people could see the path. And as there's stages and phases in the journey, that means there's some transitions. And this week, our filter has been cooling down. As we go around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle like a 360-degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of year give us glimpses of him. Teach us different things about him. Everything God created, he created to teach us about him, I believe. And right now in November, this is a time I found, it's a major time of transition. God often begins to initiate transitions in our life in November. Many of the biggest transitions I've had in my life have all come in November since I've started walking with God. And transitions take some time. He doesn't transition things too quickly because it could cause more issues. He takes his time so that nothing tears, nothing breaks. The timing is beautiful. But that means there's a cooling down. We went through the heat of the year, and now as we transition into the wintertime, there's a cooling down. Things tend to, to take some time. There might be some delays. might be the temptation to get frustrated or impatient. A reminder right now, God is working it all together for good in his perfect timing. And then today. We're going to ask God for help, helping us to understand this phrase, calling on the name of the Lord. Help us to understand his names. Help us to understand what this means and how to walk in this consistently, because I believe it's a big deal. So something we've talked about in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, this duality of life in quantum Science, quantum physics, they're showing this example of duality. I think it has a lot of practical application for our lives. They're talking about how light, for example, is both particles and waves. But you don't see both of them. You only see the one that you are looking for. And the other one collapses. Well, something I feel like God's been teaching me right now is we have issues and problems. We talk about the issues... uh, filling up the basket of praise versus the basket of the problems. We have an issue or a problem. And rather than magnifying that issue, we give it over to God and we call upon the name of the Lord and we start praising and thanking him. And it's this other reality that just begins to show up. God begins to to show up and to deliver us and the problem just disappears. It just collapses. Where does it go? I don't know. It just begins to collapse as we call upon the name of the Lord. It's this amazing thing. And so, Heavenly Father, we are asking for your help to understand this. How does this work? How do we walk in this the way that you intended us to? We see these examples in Scripture. We're asking for your help with that today.
And so we're going to take communion over this. But why do we take communion every day? Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. And so we do it often. As I began to spend time with God, the thing I feel like he began to teach me is that the most important thing is daily communion with him. The Apostle Paul says every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So it's proving the death that sets in motion all of the benefits of this new covenant. So Father, we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. And if he would do that, how would he not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. That whoever would call upon his name would be saved. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him in heavenly places. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with him, our oneness, being joined together as one with him. It's a time for us to celebrate that and to remember it today. Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today in partnership with him, a covenant relationship with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, let's talk about health and fitness real quick. I think it's one of the best ways for us to practice applying these things. One of the names of God is he's our healer. He's our healer. He's also the God of all peace. And I believe it's in Proverbs and Isaiah it says the effect of peace will be life and health to your body. He's the God of all peace. He's also our healer. Let's start calling on those names. You have symptoms in your body. Start calling on him. Start calling on the name of the Lord. But I hope it's been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.